trail of trust that leads to the next betrayal and the next. The trouble starts with a little miscommunication and ends with two people sitting in our office hardly able to tolerate each other. Financial infidelity can consume your relationship like a wildfire taking hold in a field of dry grass. You end up spending what seems like every single moment talking about money, fighting about money, crying about money, or you stop talking about money altogether because it's just too painful. Without solid, healthy financial communication, that relationship is primed for the fire of financial infidelity to take hold. But it doesn't have to. Consider this book a bucket of water you can use to douse the flames. We're going to show you how to put an end to the financial infidelity in your relationship, whether it's a raging inferno or a tiny ember waiting to ignite. By teaching you some basic yet essential financial communication skills, we will help you put out that fire and show you how to let your dreams rise back up from the debris. This is your chance to join hands, turn around, and march into a new, healthier, stronger life together. Ready? Let's go. Section 1. Getting to Know You All Over Again Chapter 1. The Truth About Financial Infidelity It's the kind of phone call you hope you never get. Shannon, an acquaintance, called me to ask for help with her finances. Bethany, I just found out that Michael has gotten us into some serious debt, and I need your help getting out of it. What kind of debt are we talking about, I asked her. A little over $30,000, Shannon replied. It was all I could do not to scream into the phone. I quickly put on my financial advisor hat and asked her to tell me what had happened. What she said next still makes me want to throttle her husband. Well, a few weeks ago, I got a call from the video store. They told me we still had one of their movies and that we needed to return it and pay the late fees. I asked them what movie it was, and they gave me the name of something that was clearly an adult video. I told them we didn't rent movies like that and that they'd made a mistake. They called back a couple of days later, and I told them the same thing. The guy said, well, then someone stole your credit card because this is the account we have in our records. So I went to the video store to straighten them out. I talked to the manager, and he showed me the signature on the rental agreement. It was Michael's. Shannon went on to tell me that the devastation she felt at the video store was nothing compared to what she felt next. She went home and started looking through their bills. That's when she learned that her husband, who had been in charge of their finances, was behind on car payments and life insurance payments and had a stack of unpaid credit card bills. Then she landed on a bill for a credit card she didn't know he had, a bill that included charges from pornographic websites. She had been lied to for years. It turned out that Michael had been using this card to fund his porn addiction without Shannon suspecting anything. Here was a marriage filled with betrayal, broken trust, and years of deception. And you know what Shannon and I talked about? Her debt. I helped Shannon work out a long-term plan for paying off what they owed and getting their finances on track. It took about three years and a lot of hard work and sacrifice, but she did it. She got her family out of a financial crisis.
most financial advisors would say this is a success story. Here was a couple with deep debt, but with hard work and a commitment to live within their budget, they recovered. I was proud of Shannon, and she was proud of herself. Finally, she told me, that nightmare is over, and we can start fresh. And guess what? Two years later, Michael has again run up more than $30,000 in credit card debt, back taxes, and loans taken against their retirement fund. Shannon could end up in deep legal trouble because of the tax situation. Her car has been repossessed. They barely speak to each other. Michael sleeps on the couch. Their marriage is a disaster. Five years ago, Shannon and I both treated this as a purely financial problem. Wrong. The money mess was a symptom of something else. It was a symptom of financial infidelity. Finan